0: Hi, everybody, and welcome to Coach's Corner. I have my favorite guest of all time with me today. That was quick. I thought we would do something else first, but you got like, straight into it. Like what? I don't know. What, what else am I, am I supposed to do? the microphone. Am I not? Well, I do that before I start recording. <laughs> am I not being official enough? Yeah, no, no, we're official. We're it's official. official. It's official. It's sweet that we're recording this today mm. because tomorrow will be, well, we have many anniversaries. <laughs> so we have the anniversary of when we first got introduced. <laughs> And like our online first date, I don't want to say online because we didn't meet through an online profile, but our WhatsApp first date. Online interaction. Online interaction because you were in Australia and I was here. On the line. (laughs) Tomorrow is, well, July 7th, is our year anniversary of when we met for the first time Mm. and moved in together that day. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you for indulging us. We're not here to talk about that. We're actually here today to talk about men. Mm. We have a lot of ladies who listen to the show, but a lot of men too. I would say we're like 70, 30, probably. We can't talk
1: about men without talking about women as well. Exactly.
0: And I know so many women want to know more about men and want to understand men. And I love that we're living in a time where we are redefining what it quote-unquote means to be a man and a woman. Mm. And in the last, dare I say, 50 years, maybe 30 years— Women, for the first time in a very, 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 very long time, are stepping into their power. It's an amazing time for women. We have more freedom and rights than we have in many, many, many years. And so there's just been a lot of attention and focus on the rise of the feminine. Mm. What about men? What's happening for men? Because like you said, you can't have a conversation about men without talking about women. Well, you can't really have a conversation about women without also talking about men because We're we're all sharing this planet together. Mm. So what is really up for men right now? Why is men work now starting to finally trend?
1: I think there's many reasons. And one of them is that men are tired of isolating themselves. They're tired of not knowing themselves, not understanding themselves, repressing their thoughts, their feelings, Mm -hmm. their expressions. And whilst that may not make sense because when we look at the power dynamics in the world and we look at our society at large, we think and we see that men have more leadership roles, mm-hmm. men are in the corporate game a lot more, and they have been for many, many years. However, when we're speaking to really having a clear connection to ourselves, men have lost their way in that space yeah. because we've preoccupied ourselves with mass leadership, mm-hmm. with war, with military, with having to do a great deal, with accomplishing externally Making in money, the world. Making money, getting yeah.
0: women, whatever. Yeah. So
1: we've neglected our internal selves. Mm. We've neglected our not so much just only our emotional selves, but we've neglected almost our spirituality as well yeah. and the way that we connect to our own life source and the way that we connect to other people in a meaningful way way without the clutter of having to do so much and accomplish and achieve Mm -hmm. and make money and materialistic possession and Mm -hmm. how we're defined by other people and our Mm -hmm. status and so forth.
0: It's like even though the masculine paradigm has, quote unquote, been in power for thousands and thousands of years, it's only a sliver of what masculinity really looks like, right? Like we haven't really seen... like what masculinity really all encompasses?
1: Yeah, I just think with and there's not. I want to caveat something here that's very important. There's nothing wrong with doing. There's nothing wrong with creating in the world. And the the, the the way that we do in the world as masculine energy is our version of our attempt to replicate the feminine creative, mm. which is giving birth and giving life. Essentially,
0: Ooh, I've never heard it. Okay, <laughs> I, babe, I've never heard you explain it that way. Say that again. That was a mic drop moment. So, mic drop moment yeah
1: <laughs> so our our excessive doing in the world as a society which we're a masculine dominated society but man's need to create and and do in the world and accomplish and give birth to innovation and technology and systems mm-hmm. and frameworks is our very feeble attempt to create at the level that the feminine creates mm. which is the reality is that only only women can give birth at, at that create life literally yeah. create life not without us of course right. it's, a, it's a symbiotic relationship well
0: we could freeze
1: you and do it ourselves the turkey <laughs> yeah, but baster you, yeah but you'd need us though that's the thing you'd still you'd still need that that sperm or that at a physiological I don't and biological know, level
0: one man could get a lot of women pregnant with some frozen <laughs> sperm but that's another conversation yeah, definitely another conversation oh, wait, i had a question hold on hold on hold on you said something that well, While you're thinking about that. Yeah, keep going. I'm, I'm going keep thinking. going for a moment. Yeah. So
1: the excessiveness of how we do so much in the world, it's a hindrance, not the doing itself. That's mm-hmm. not a hindrance. That's a necessary energy to get momentum in the world, mm-hmm. to grow, to expand our own sense of self and delve into uh, deeper, more meaningful relationships. It's a successive focus that we have on the doing that has
0: corrupted uh, the balance of life. And they're doing it at the expense of oh, treating yes. people yes. poorly, not being there for the the people you love, greed, all that stuff.
1: Yeah, greed, uh, power, hunger, uh, being stuck in ego, mm. losing a sense of what's really important. And so we we'll go back to that original question of why is men's work really starting to trend now? It's because men are realizing that they want more than just that. They want to be defined Differently by just their status or their titles or the ima- uh, the amount that they do in the world. Not that that's not doesn't carry relevance. Still, it does. But there's also more, and men are realizing that they do, really
0: are. Do you think the uh, – I don't I don't know what to call it other than the rise of the feminine because that's what it's been called out there in the ethers. But I I think it's more the remembrance of the feminine.
1: Mm, I, I resonate with that. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, and women really stepping into their powers and out of the more um, suppressive roles that, that we'd been put in for so many years. Do you think that that's also been part of why men are needing to do men's work? Because they can't be the man they were in 1950s to meet women in this century. I don't mean like meet, like go out on a date, but I mean meet mm. in terms of match.
1: There's two, There's two camps of thought when it comes to that, there's a, there's a movement called Tower. I can't remember what it stands for, but essentially it's men going there. I think it's actually men going their own way or something. Yeah. And so the, I spoke about this with Connor in his podcast. We, oh, we I had, remember. We had a laugh, right yeah, laugh about that. And so, but but essentially men, like any other human beings, want to experience intimacy and connection and contact. Mm-hmm. And so it's not that we're behind per se, uh, although we are in some in in some sense, if we want to attract meaningful relationships, we have to place our focus on different areas outside of where it has been traditionally for the mm-hmm. last fifty to say to say fifty to one hundred years, in the last couple of hundred years in terms of the industrial revolution. But it's, it goes way beyond that as well. Mm-hmm. And so men are realising that if they want to be in healthy relationships with women that something needs to shift in terms of their sense of self and their consciousness Mm -hmm. and the way they relate to themselves, the way they see themselves, the way they speak to themselves, their interests need to begin to change. Not that they falsify their values or that they minimize themselves to maximize others. It just comes down to what type of connection do you want?
0: I think, and I think it goes beyond relationships too, right? Because the way women are showing up in the workplace, the way women are starting their own businesses, men are also having to shift and change how they lead, how they hire, how they work, how they – don't you
1: think? Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. The, the, the whole paradigm is changing with respect to gender equity, gender equality, mm. uh, binary gender. Mm-hmm. There, there is so much changing in the world that if we don't at least, at the very least, be curious as men mm. – where we're going to feel more separated and more distant mm-hmm. and more isolated than we have before, mm-hmm. and so we have to at the very least be curious to explore what is a new paradigm of relating to self and to others actually look like yeah. and feel like
0: well, and you you do that, I'm just thinking of this morning, so we had an off an off day yesterday, <laughs> and this morning we it was kind of silent in our house. And you came upstairs and just shared with me what was going on with you, what was triggering you. You communicated in such a loving and self-aware way that only brought me closer to you. And it was not an easy conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's honestly not something a lot of people, especially men do. Not because men are bad people, not because They don't have the competence. It's this, they don't know how. And that's why I'm so glad you do what you do in terms of helping women and men. But right now you're really helping a lot of men learn how to, one, feel like not not to suppress their feelings, but then also be able to communicate that Why is it so hard for, why are feelings and communicating feelings so hard for men? Because that's something I hear from so many of my female friends and female clients is they just want their man to talk about how he feels.
1: Mm. Because traditionally that hasn't been the domain of man. And so man hasn't been defined by how he feels or how he connects to his feelings. And the perception of vulnerability being a weakness and exposing our uh, th- our weaknesses mm. is not something that is attractive to man. And mm-hmm. so it's easier to uh, be safe or perceived to be safe and miserable than it is to take a risk and express in a particular way right. and then potentially be humiliated or be rejected or be abandoned, which are core fears of the masculine yeah. for everyone really, but particularly for the masculine. Uh, or or be ridiculed for expressing in a particular way or not be understood. it's it, It's so painful for men to not be understood, because we define ourselves so much by what we say in the world and what we do. And if that's not understood, then we're not making impact. And if we're mm-hmm. not making impact, we're not fulfilling our purpose or purposes. Mm-hmm. And so the chain of of events that occur from or potentially occur that are conceived in a man's mind, of expressing one's truth and the potential negative consequence of that, it outweighs any perception of what could be positive yeah. in terms of meaningful connection that can be created and trust and harmony. And so the first step, it really is the most difficult for, for men. And I'm not an advocate of men, and you know this, I'm definitely not, and I've been through this as well, where I would I would emote to you wildly when when mm. I was going through that stuff, when I was mm. going through that program, that journey I was emoting in an unhealthy way and that, that was volatile and mm. that was not – it wasn't – I didn't have mastery over that. So I'm not an advocate over of, of just emotionally expressing yourself wildly as a right. man. Right,
0: irresponsibly.
1: Irresponsibly yeah. and, and also with no container because that's not healthy masculine mm. paradigm.
0: Mm.
1: However, I am a fan of being able to access the spectrum of emotions that we have and not just tapping into one expression of that, i.e. rage yeah. or un- uncontrolled rage or suppressed fear and rage yeah, and anger and aggression and so forth.
0: Well, and I feel those are the feelings that men mm, are aware of, but then tapping into their sadness, tapping into their shame, like those seem harder for men.
1: Yeah, again, because they're so intimately connected to the feeling body, and we haven't really been taught collectively and individually how to tap into that. Mm -hmm. And it's so challenging for us that we don't. And I'm generalizing here that we don't know where to start.
0: Yeah. Well. How to start? And and don't worry, everybody, we have a solution for you because (laughs) Steph has both a free four part video training series for men and and his course Reclaim Your Kingdom which we're going to talk about a little bit later but just in case people are interested right away in the four part video training series mm. what's that about
1: That essentially just speaks to some of the struggles that men face mm-hmm. around their purpose, around confidence,
0: yeah, se-
1: sexuality and relationships. Communication. Communication being a, a key point. Essentially we just cover the, the, the four parts of mm-hmm. the four-part video series. And, you know, we go into that, I go into that and really, really discuss that at a deeper level and provide tools, frameworks, techniques, um for men to begin to shift that at least their relationship to yeah. to confidence that's because that's a big pain point for men confidence
0: super big pain and i've yeah. seen that video and you take people through a really really powerful process actually all the videos are super content rich and and take people through a powerful process um, i think women benefit, would benefit from it too honestly but if someone wanted to go grab those where yeah. do they go for that
1: yeah uh reclaimyourkingdom.com forward slash Mastering-masculinity. dash Okay,
0: we'll put that in the show notes for everybody. So what do you think um, the top three issues are that men struggle with?
1: I think confidence is one of them. Yeah. I I really do. Feeling confident in their body, feeling confident in the way they approach uh, a potential lover or uh, uh, dating – uh, confident in how they express in the world, how they're seen in the world, mm. just confident. I'm going to come back to body for a moment. This is really important because we we think that and I've got a video coming out on this very soon in the next week that women are the only ones that experience body shame. Mm. Men experience body shame massively, locker mm. room shame, uh, just are they too tall, are they too short, they don't have six pack. Yeah. They're just anything you can think of, yeah. they've got it. Genital shame, yeah. it, it's, it's everywhere. It, men, men are so self-conscious. Mm. It's just that, again, it's, it's more hidden than it is mm. for women. And you can see that in these, these complexes, these mental complexes that men are having now, going to the gym, fast-tracking their progress, taking a lot of steroids yeah. because they think they have to be a particular image. So, confidence is one of the may- major issues. It's not just body confidence or bodily confidence, it's also in relationship as mm. well. Uh, you know we go back to what you said earlier around men doing this work. that's part of the part of the shame that men have is that they they feel they're not as astute as the women in their life, or mm. that they don't they're not spiritual enough, yeah. And so they're trying to fast track that, and, and often in the wrong ways, mm. in a way that is out of an integrity and in, and out of alignment. They, they many men think that by going to a yoga class that they're going to be able to quote unquote pick up women, <laughs> but they're not really choosing to do their inner work. They it, it's more for show and facade. Yeah. And then you've got men that really do care about themselves and are hanging out at places that. We would uh, use a yoga studio as an example or a meditation centre as an example where people that are more aligned with their newfound values are Mm -hmm. spending time. and But, again, it's this process, it's a very new world for men Mm -hmm. in this day and age, Mm -hmm. but it never used to be. It never used to be. When we look at spirituality and we look at spiritual leadership, there were Many great men that existed. Yeah, many great men, and not only in a religious context, but also in a spiritual context. It's just that we've lost our our connection to that path because of that that excess external doing that we that we find ourselves in in the world. Right. So confidence is a big is a big plays a big role. Loneliness is another. Mm-hmm. Loneliness of of tribe, uh, not having not having a group of solid men in their mm-hmm. lives you know in my in my group, the conscious man, one of the my private Facebook group where there's just men, one of the biggest pain points that men are experiencing is just being alone and they find a great a great deal of reprieve and refuge being in that group and being able to just talk about stuff that's happening in their mm. lives because they physically don't have a strong friendship base so many men experience that I've been very fortunate in my life that I don't have that issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can relate to it though as well, because in yeah. times of pain and darkness and, and isolation, I have felt that.
0: Well, I know when you first moved here, yeah, you know, you had your tribe, but they were in Australia, yeah. and it was very painful. And there was that—that that was something I could not fulfil. Like I couldn't help you with that yeah. one. And
1: it's not—and it's not you. It's just—it's that's a very important part. Biologically speaking, and from an evolutionary perspective, men have grown up in tribe. We've yes, we yeah, evolved so in tribe, yeah, and yeah. so have women. Now, men would hunt together. Men would create together, set the the perimeter together, protect together, provide together, uh, that that was something that really it's part of our DNA. Yeah. And so many men feel socially isolated. They don't have that freedom to connect with another brother and just say, hey, I'm I'm having a shit day today. I'm having a really bad day and, and this is why. And another brother can just listen or call him out and say, hey, no, it's not that bad. I yeah. mean, what about this? What about that? What about looking at life this way? What about the, the, your children and your wife yeah. that you have at home? Whatever it may be, but men don't have that, and so they bottle that up inside mm. and they repress it, or they 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 transmute it into alcohol, into the drink, yeah. or they transmute it into into drugs. They transmute it into
0: working hard, working
1: yeah. hard, and 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 proving themselves in the world, or watching mindless television, or whatever it may be. Mm and And so the the unconscious drivers is this sense of feeling isolated and not heard and not understood in the world, and also in relationship because mm. they feel that they're not understood by their partners because they don't know how to clearly communicate what they want, and they're also scared to communicate because they may be perceived as weak because right. in their mind they think that clear communication vulnerability openness is a weakness, and it's not it's not manly for a man to be weak, and so there, there is a middle ground to find a way to communicate but from what I call verticality, from mm. with confidence and certainty in oneself because they've done the work and they've got the clarity of mind to understand themselves and know how to communicate in a way that is clear in the message so their partner knows what they are speaking to and doesn't feel left out either. And they're able to pre-communicate that with a group of brothers, mm-hmm. another group of men, but so many men don't have that. And the men, the groups of men that men do have, usually reinforce negative, negative patterns yeah. Yeah, of behavior. Yeah, it's
0: like let's let's go drink and let's go well, what I, like. I've been in a lot of entrepreneurial group type things, and they're mostly male dominated. And I've witnessed a lot of quote unquote male bonding that is completely out of integrity. Yeah. So that need for a healthy tribe for men is, is a big important. one. That's it's another, a big one.
1: Yeah, that loneliness. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And what's the third one? Um,
1: there's. There, I'm just trying to think of which one I want to. I know. There's so many. I mean, there's many. Yeah. There's. not just obviously. I, know. Just I, I limited
0: three. you to ask for yeah. three. Um, what did you think? Not knowing what their purpose is.
1: I think so. I think I was. I mean, we've spoken about vulnerability. We've spoken about feelings. So I didn't want to really bring that up again. Um, I think that purpose piece is very important mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm going to tell you why. Because the one of the domains of the masculine is feeling on purpose. One of the mm-hmm. domains of the masculine is carrying great utility in the world. And so if we go back again to our evolutionary psychobiology, a man in tribe had a role. Mm. He had mastery over one or two or three or X amount of skills And that was his contribution to the tribe for Mm. survival and for thriving in that family dynamic in that small group.
0: So every man had a distinct role or two.
1: Absolutely, Um. yeah. Maybe, you know, more than two roles, Mm. but it was very distinct and it was very clear and it was in reference to your tribe and what the tribe needed to survive Mm. and to thrive. When a man lacks that purpose, he feels useless. It further perpetuates isolation and a sense of unworthiness, Mm. not good enough. And so depending on a man's personality or disposition, he will then filter that lack of not feeling enough
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, or that, that sense of not feeling enough, that lack of, of worth, into usually unhealthy
0: uh,
1: yeah. behaviours to forget that. So, again, alcoholism, workaholism, uh, doing in the world based on what he thinks other people want of him mm-hmm. but he's not remaining true to him so he's being inauthentic. And he's not living a life of sincere value to him. Mm-hmm. And so that having that sense of purpose is very, very important for man because it gives him structure and stability. It gives him focus and it inspires him. Yeah. And that breeds f- deeper creativity. And I just want to come back full circle in a, for a moment when, when I made that comment earlier around man's attempt to, to create. Our, our contribution to the world is also very important in terms of how we create when i was re- when i mentioned that i was really referring to the shadow element of that expression yeah, yeah. And, and so when i say it's our feeble attempt it's it's when we're not connected to that and we don't know the truth around that right. and we don't value our own creative prowess that we we transmute that into ugly creation or it it creation the in- at
0: the expense of others yes basically. and the
1: intention yeah. is to be better than right. and it becomes egotistical and fruitless as opposed to co-creating side by side. Yeah. So the the, the way the masculine creates through innovation, through creating in the world, in the outside world, uh, again, through systems and processes, through governance, through all of that, it's really important. And if a man isn't connected fully to that and isn't inspired by that, he's not – he doesn't feel of value to himself or to the world. Yeah. And that's very, very draining to a man.
0: Do you think these – Three issues. Um, is it any different with gay men, or do you find the same thing between heterosexual and gay men?
1: It's not. It's not really different. It's mm. between sexual orientation, from my perspective, from what I'm witnessing and what I'm seeing. In that sense, doesn't really play a role, mm-hmm. and it doesn't actually make too much of a difference when I'm talking about men and women, because mm-hmm. we're talking about masculine, feminine paradigms right. and dichotomies and the and the polarity of that. And so, so the way opposites attract and merge and connect, mm-hmm. and again, masculine and feminine energies exist in both oh, men and women. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's not sexual orientation isn't really in from in my opinion doesn't play too much of a part in this particular mm-hmm. context. In some cases, sure it would, mm. um, and that's probably another conversation mm. for another time. Um, but in this context, not.
0: Mm. All right. Well, next we're going to talk about men and sex. Actually, one, but, thing, one thing. Oh. One thing.
1: Yes, but one thing. So let me just clarify that. If a man has a greater level of feminine orientation, then the sense of purpose will affect him differently Mm. because the feminine's domain isn't so much purpose. Mm. It's a masculine's domain. Mm. And that's not mean a woman can't have purpose and structure. It's just that that when she's in that and if she's uh, communicating that clearly and cleanly, she's in a healthy masculine. Right. So a man can be, if his core essence which some would say that if you're a man, if your gender is male, your core essence is masculine. Full stop.
0: Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. Not
1: necessarily because cultural influence can change that, and, and environment can change it. So if your core essence is feminine, you're not going to be interested in purpose. So you can be a man, and your core essence be feminine. Then purpose isn't going to really. Or it might you just be much.
0: farther down on the list. You might be
1: correct. Yeah. It's not as high on your values. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. If your your essence is not masculine per se, makes
0: sense. Okay, so Men and Sex is up next, but first. But first, everybody, I have something exciting to share. You know that I only choose sponsors that I think will provide value to you. So I'm really excited to tell you about Skillshare, which is an online learning community for creators. They have more than 25,000 classes in design, business, and much more. You'll discover countless ways to fuel your curiosity, creativity, and career. You can take classes in social media marketing, mobile photography, creative writing, or even illustration. I had a look, I had a sneak peek at some of the classes, and there's great teachers and great classes in there. I'm super excited to dive into it myself. So whether you're looking to discover a new passion, start a side hustle, or gain new professional skills, Skillshare is there to keep you learning and thriving. So you can join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare with a special offer just for my listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right, two months for free. And have access to over 25,000 classes. To sign up, go to skillshare.com slash over it. Again, go to skillshare, S-K-I-L-L-S-H-A-R-E.com slash over it to start your two months now. Okay, so back to men and sex. Do I need to form a question here, or can I just say men and sex, go?
1: You can say men and sex go. Go.
0: <laughs> Talk to us. Is all men think about sex?
1: No. But it has been shown that we do we do think about sex more than women do. And that doesn't mean that it's more important to us than it is to women. Ooh. Yeah. So there's another study that I, um, that I read as well which was really interesting and essentially the study went like this. Everyone was hooked up to, everyone that participated in the study, men and women of different sexual orientation um, that participated in the study were hooked up to um, uh, brain devices, electromagnetic devices measuring their brain waves and the areas of their brains that were firing and so forth. And what they were showing these individuals, so it was, Men, heterosexual men, gay men, uh, men in relationship, men that were single, not in relationship, and the same for women as well. And what they found was that what they were showing them were images of, of sex acts, um, animals having sex, humans mm-hmm. having sex, um, homosexual uh, sexuality, so sounds, images. images, sounds, videos, all yeah. of that. And so what they were asking were that one, basically one question, are you sexually stimulated right now? And they would either just tick yes or no, that's it. And what they were doing were measuring what was actually happening and in their brain, brain and, and connected also to their genitalia as well, wow. to the nervous system there, and what was actually really going on. So long story short, what they found was that women, I think it was particularly heterosexual women, were the most stimulated by... Everything. Everything, but they were saying no as well. And that that obviously that's a product of societal conditioning and repression. Um, That was interesting. But when we're talking about men and sex, I think this is probably one of the most important topics of our time. Mm. So the reason why it's one of the most important topics of our time is because men, again, we're speaking to communication and our ability to learn to emote and get clearer on what we're thinking and feeling in our bodies, it's so important now more than ever that men are able to really articulate with clarity what their sexual desires are without repression, mm. without shoving that sexuality or the sexual desire in the shadow self. So it comes out in pornography or it comes out in prostitution cheating, or it comes uh, out yeah. in cheating and rape and yeah. and all of these repressed feelings. And so this movement of greater communication for humanity, full stop, and that's the internet is part of that, mm-hmm. Globalization, technology is part of that. Global conversations—the way that we can be—I mean, you and I were in shock that one moment we were in one country yeah. and in Europe, <laughs> well, we really next, let it sink
0: in. Yeah,
1: yeah, really sink in. The next moment we're in—we're back home in Los Angeles yeah. or in California—and it's—it's just—it's it, such a trip. So we're so connected, right? Mm-hmm. So. That connection, that fast-track connection that we're experiencing is also accelerating the way we are intimate with each other as well. And so, again, we go back to what is the greater feminine collective wanting and and what they're yearning for is deeper intimacy. They're wanting to see the the masculine in the men. Mm -hmm. They're wanting to see the men fully. And if men can't articulate that, Mm -hmm. if men can't articulate what their desires are from a place of not from shame and not from judgment Mm -hmm. and not from a fear of being ridiculed or, or rejected or humiliated for yeah. what their needs are but to stand strong in their sovereignty and strong in what their sexual desires are we're not going to be able to bond and connect deeper with with the feminine in any
0: capacity oh this is gonna to have to be another podcast babe, yeah. because there's so much i want to dig into yeah. yeah. it took me <laughs> because a while to like, how do to you it, communicate yeah. your sexual desires what's appropriate what's not how does yeah, if, it, sure. if it isn't something if a man's like you know, I want to hang you from the ceiling and the woman's not into that. There's so yeah, right. much to Absolutely. unpack that. So we're going
1: we're <laughs> to put it to be continued
0: on the, the, that, that one um, because I really, I really I want you to, you to talk about Reclaim Your Kingdom. Um, but before I get into that, in personal development, because you work with both men and women, so do I, mm. and I have my answer. I'm curious what yours is. Do you think men need to be pushed more? Do you think they need a little more tough love than women?
1: Generally speaking, yes, because of our conditioning Mm -hmm. and because of masculine orientation. And so another realm of the masculine is deep challenge. We love—we were talking about this earlier. We love to be challenged uh, and we love to experience challenge and then grow through challenge. So one of our growth edges or our ability to grow is through challenge. The feminine experiences growth in different ways. And so... To answer your question directly, it's yes and, yeah. and yes and no, because some men may not respond very well to that. Most will though. Most will respond quite well and positively to being pushed a little bit. Yeah. It's just how it's done that's very important.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I found that if it's done with with love and also with logic. Yeah. When I coach men, I have to blend love and logic yeah. together. Yeah. With women, just straight up love, compassion, even coming at it from a spiritual perspective. But with men, they they need the love and logic combo. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about Reclaim Your Kingdom. I love this program that you do. I think it's so important. I want every man to go through it. So, so if you are a man, I hope that you join Stephanos for his July program. There'll be other ones coming up in the future. And if you're a woman, please share this with a man in your life because you get so much value from this. Not only is there the online modules that Stephanos is going to talk to you about, but every week he does a live call with everybody. So it's not just a course that comes to somebody's inbox. There's an actual immersive interactive part. Hmm. I'll hand it over to you. What do you want to share about Reclaim Your Kingdom?
1: It's it's really a safe place for men to experience non-judgment and for them to also be challenged mm-hmm. and, and and both supported in their endeavors of what does it mean to be a man in contemporary times? And for them to, I, I really help them. The material and the, the framework and the model itself, the eight principle model, really is uh, uh, a guideline for them to, for men to define masculinity for themselves, mm-hmm. and to define what it means to be a man for themselves. Mm-hmm. It's void of all the the bullshit mm-hmm. that we see in society when it comes to what does it mean to be a man. What uh, do you mean by bullshit? Uh, just some of the some of the fallacy around you've got to man up. Yeah, like you've got to just you've got to just fight through it and work through it. I'm I'm a massive fan of resilience and mm-hmm. a massive fan of toughness, mental, emotional, spiritual <laughs> I know. toughness and resilience. He was
0: working out the other day, <laughs> and he wasn't talking. He wouldn't. He, he, he every time I tried to talk to me, like shakes head, and his cheeks were all full. And I'm like, what is going on? So he was working out while holding water in his mouth for an extended period of time. And what's the point of that?
1: It's just a restricted breathing technique to, to help bring more oxygen into the lungs because when you breathe through your nose, it does that anyway. in short. But, so I'm a big fan of, being, of, of resilience and, and, and toughness. Um, but when we're talking about manning up, as an example, or boys don't, you know, men don't cry, boys don't cry, there's a stigma attached to that that is really telling us to ignore what we're actually feeling and pretend we're okay. And so, again, I'm a a big advocate and supporter of being able to be deliberate and useful in the present moment, even if we're experiencing pain and discomfort. But at some point we have to return to that and be reflective of what we've experienced and process it within our own psyches. Mm. And and that's that's where this program and this journey takes a turn and it really teaches us the ancient ways and ancient principles of what I call now manning in, but how do we internalise ourselves and, be not internalise our feelings in a negative way but internalise our experiences so that we can understand them and connect to them deeper. Mm. And so I provide tools and techniques to do that. Um, And we're taught how I really provide principles, again, based in Stoicism, based in chivalry, based in other, other methodologies as well, with and philosophies with respect to how do we grow through pain and challenge and adversity mm-hmm. and difficulty? How do we how do we create the space for ourselves to articulate our feelings and our thoughts? It's it, this is a space and an opportunity for for men to ask questions and get support without fear of judgment and ridicule. Um, it's an opportunity for men to really clarify their place in the world and mm. their place within their own selves and their families. Whether we're speaking to financial freedom and abundance, significance in their, in their family unit or their tribe or their mm-hmm. community, uh, you know, how to be a better lover, how to communicate clearly and effectively, mm. how to use their bodies. You know, men have forgotten how to use their bodies. We live in such a sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. That's one of the sacrifices that we've made in, in, in order, this excessive doing that we've done in the world, that we've been in the world, we've, we've neglected our bodies. Yeah. We've neglected physically training our bodies and being connected to health. And so it's it's that and so much more. So it's much more. it's an eight so week good. yeah eight week online immersive. It's very it's highly active. I'm I'm very present in the private Facebook group as well on a daily basis. It's just there's warrior guides in there, so it's not just the support of me. You've got the support of other qualified men mm-hmm. and men that have done this program for a number of years as well. Um, that really know their stuff and that work in the space of yeah. men's work.
0: And it, you really do form a tribe. I've met some of your grads. Who are friends with other grads yeah. from the program, and they feel like they finally found their brothers. Yeah. So if you're a man, or you know a man who's looking for his tribe, uh, this is this is a really really great place to start because he will find like minded men there. So you can learn more about that at reclaimyourkingdom.com. And what is the link for the free video training series again?
1: Uh, ReclaimYourKingdom.com forward slash mastering dash masculinity.
0: Beautiful. Thank you so much, babe, for the work that you do in the world. I'm so proud of you, and I see the people whose lives you touch, and I see how committed you are to making the world a better place. And I'm so glad that I get to share this journey with you.
1: I love you so much. David. I love you, Thank you so you for much, too. Me. All right.
0: Bye, everybody.